What? Okay. Hello and uh, welcome to the third out of four episodes. Out of four episodes of We Are Not Wizards. Yes, we're back. We've managed to save up enough money to, in other words, rent a little bit more server space, so we've got enough space to record another Another episode episode. after this. It's amazing. Uh, My name is Richard. I am a member of a duo of people that would possibly be like Batman versus Superman, except without the fighting bit. It's my Batman, except without the cowl and fighting crime. (laughs) It's, It's Colin. It's, it is Colin, and, and and you are Richard, yes. Yes, I am. But I must ask you, Richard, do you bleed? <laughs> That's getting... You seen sad, have you seen Sad Affleck yet? Or sad I, I, I went and saw it today. It was was uh, it yeah. any good? Um, I enjoyed it. I, I thought I was going to detest the film, but I actually enjoyed it. I'm getting a lot of that. I'm hearing a lot of that. But anyway, we're not here to talk about superhero... Comic drama, kind of mm. thingies, stuff, etc. <laughs> we're not wizards, and we're here to talk about board games. And tonight's episode, it is Easter. It is, and the it's the day of chocolate. The day of chocolate, the day that Jesus rolled a twenty and managed to get a resurrection spell going. Yes. <laughs> Right. Yes, but this episode is entitled. You hate role playing games, don't you? I totally do. <laughs> Ashes from the forge we never played, and that'll come into a yes. lot. That'll yeah. give a lot of meaning in a while, but I'll probably have to cut out that entire introduction because yeah, was it was awful. Awful. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, the reason we're doing this, uh, as we always say, there's simply not enough podcasts about board games, and there is. Definitely not enough podcasts of two middle-aged, going-nowhere men. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not middle-aged. Well, I feel middle-aged. All right, okay, that's fine, that's fine. So as we say today, we've been stuffing ourselves with chocolate bunnies, chocolate eggs, and um, because, well, my having three kids allows me to go out and buy as much chocolate as I could possibly find. I'm just overweight, so I don't need the excuse. There it's, you go. It's easy. There you go. Um, quick, th- obviously, shout-outs, as we always like to do shout-outs and spread spread the word about maybe other people that you would maybe want to speak to or listen to or hear from. First of all, thanks to everybody who helped us get to the magical 450 downloads. Have you been clicking away again? Yeah. I thought yeah. so. Um, I don't want to say anything. It is a shame that people don't have anything better to do. Um. <laughs> but thank you very much to everybody who's listened so far, and especially um, a couple of people to mention. Um, you can find them obviously usually on Twitter and the local channels, but a lot of them do their own podcasts, a lot of them do their own thing. Special shout out to Mr. Uh, to Board Grahams, who you can find on Twitter. He does a little YouTube series, which is which is good. The boy is a Scottish boy as well. Oh, so there you go. So hello, Board Graham's. Go and check him out on YouTube. He's worth a worth a little look. Um, we have the list of magnificence. Couple of new people I've been listening to. Thank you to um, my shenanigans, our shenanigans on well, my mm-hmm. shenanigans on Twitter. Um, Mass Movie Side UK. It's Trevor. It's Gary. They're talking about movies. Oh, do they talk about movies? Yes, they do. They, oh. They're very good at talking about movies. Recently, they did um, Django Unchained, mm-hmm. which is very good. Um, if you like to talk, if you like to have a mixture between talking about video games and talking about pop culture, head over to Twin Humanities, fabulous friends of the show, who gave us a shout out. Oh, that's yeah, good. Yeah, that was the lovely. Um, <clears throat> Yes, um, head over to at Twin Humanities. They are absolutely um, fan fantastic. Especially big shout out to the fantastic Paddy um, and also CJ as well. Um, both perfect gentlemen. Um, new people I've been listening to Gamefinity. That's a video game related. Christian, John, and Josh. So hello to you. Behind the barricade, which is John and Daniel. What do you think they talk about? Uh, behind the barricade must be um, 
frontline tactical maneuvers, I would imagine. I was I thought lemurs myself. It's actually all about rock. Oh, it's all about rock. And they're I think they're all about the New Jersey rock scene. So they're like, oh. hey, oh, we're gonna talk about some rock music. Yeah. I'm rocking here. I'm rocking here. I'm talking. I'm playing the drums here. Get away. Get out of it. So we just lost the listener there. Yep. But that's uh, John and Daniel. They're doing quite well. Again, very quickly, uh, Stu and Andy at Films and Swearing. Would very much like you to go over and listen to them. So is that about films with swearing? or No, they, they talk about films and they say, they say naughty words. Oh. Which is oh. quite good. And then last but not least, they, um, a big shout out to Toku Podcast, which is a bundle of energy that is known as Holly and Kate who do a fabulous little podcast where they talk about all manner of things. Oh. And they're worthwhile kind of checking out. They've, they've been doing it for ages. It's fun. It's fantastic. It's worthwhile looking at. But anyway, today, Easter, we have been playing some games, haven't we? Well, we've been trying to play some games. <laughs> we, we tried. We attempted to play some games. We held. That's why we held off on the podcast. Because being two two men of action that we are, we find out sometimes we don't have enough time to do what we were we were promising you in the last show. So, but um, if we start off, we have played, we did play Ashes, Ashes Rise of yep. the Phoenix Born, which just as a reminder is Plat Hat Games. I do love Plat Hat Games. This is a game designed put together um, by Isaac uh, Isaac Vega who was also involved in a bit of Dead of Winter as well. Was he? Yes, I think so. I need to check that. But sometimes I just like to drop Dead of Winter just into every y- y- podcast. You do. Uh, and we're going to play theme. that. Yeah, we're going to play that one day. Um, it's going for, well, I s- what do we see, £32 on Amazon? I've saw it for. I've not looked You've not even because looked, you own a I've copy. Got it. So and there's I, no point in you buying it. Yeah, there's yeah. no point in you buying it at all. Right, okay. Um, tell uh, tell me or tell them, hello them, tell them Ashes Rise of the Phoenix Born. Ashes is um, it's a card game, so you have these pre-made packs of of wizards. I know we're not wizards, and yet we keep on playing games where we're wizards. But um, you play this wizard, and you summon magical monsters to fight for you. And you call on allies to protect your wizard. And you attempt to beat up the other wizard. It's quite a simple game. The card mechanics are very simple. Uh, you uh, roll some dice, which is an odd mechanic for, for a card game. And that allows you to spend those dice on casting your spells or summoning you, your allies. Uh, it's like Marvel Dice Masters at Reminder Mill. It's me a of. little bit of Marvel Dice Masters. That same roll the dice and you then use the the effects you've got from the dice to, to be able to summon things. So you'll have certain amounts of dice of a certain type and that will allow you an energy that you might need or the other types of dice will give you a different type of resource pool that you would need to to summon a creature it's um yeah i i found it very simple um you enjoyed you it taught me you? how to play it in what it was like f- 10 minutes 20 yeah. minutes you yeah it wasn't it wasn't that the good thing about it is it's quite simple you've got a row of sp- you've got a, you've got a row of spells and then you've got units you can bring in and then you've got conjurations which you can cast from mm-hmm. the spells now, unlike other games where you you seem to be you have a you have a set number of spaces that you can fill up. So you'll have like you can you can field five units, or you can have four you can cast four spells. Mm. You can kind of double them up, <clears throat> and if you double up the right cards, you kind of focus them, yeah. which kind of increases increases the power. Mm-hmm. And um, it's basically when you play, you've got you get a, a main move and you get a kind of a side move yeah and the main move you kind of are attacking or you're using a main move with a combination of dice to bring another card in 
or you're using it to maybe do a kind of like a magic effect or or something along those lines but um the the artwork is stunning yeah it's a very very pretty game um i've looked i mean i mentioned obviously a couple of weeks ago well a month or two ago playing pokemon and while the cards are nice the artwork can vary it's not a standard kind of artwork you get yeah. different artists kind of brought in and it's the same in magic as well it's the same in magic and in, in that route of of there is so many different artists that magic have used over the years uh magic is probably the the most known largest card collecting game in in, in the world just now yes um but the artwork is hit and miss. Well, not so much now that it's a massive company. Um, but in the early days, um, they had some atrocious artwork on, on, on some <laughs> yeah, of the Yeah, I've cards. seen it. I've seen some of the older stuff and be like, this is worth £100? Yes. Are you joking yes. me? It just looks like a lotus. It a looks, black lotus. <laughs> it looks like it's been drawn by Darren, aged five, in yeah, I had one, and I... <laughs> threw it away when I threw away all my magic cards because I was young oh and stupid yes <laughs> and foolish and reckless <laughs> and fantastic um and obviously once you play your card you exhaust your card and then you also get to the level where you're you're using up your dice yeah but you get moves where the deck I was playing with which was like a witch doctory or doctoress or just doctor mm-hmm they had the ability to actually add in animal, add in units into your line of attack. Yes. And if they were still in the line of attack at the end of the round, then you got damage. Yeah. You managed to kind of yeah. get kind of kind of get rid of them. But the idea was to fill up your line with as many of these voodoo dolls as possible mm. to stop you from having an effective form of kind of well, attack. Well, unfortunately, the the guy you picked out for me was uh, your wizard's exact counterpiece of, <laughs> no. of his whole oh. everything about him was to do little points of damage for no actions effectively so you were yeah. putting out these monsters and it was like ping it's dead ping it's dead just massively so um game there it can actually last quite long as well i can think it? once you pick um, it up i think it was i don't maybe think four. so i think once you know how to play it would only be faster really mm. um at least if i was playing half hour 45 minutes uh, mm. I, I would say you're looking about 20 minutes a game really but we we really well you you really like it, obviously because well i did win i think you let me win i you didn't let him win i was absolutely gutted it was a late <laughs> it was quite late at night when we played um and there's a very very good reason for that but we would say if you are considering well, I'm, I'm, I'm probably speaking for both of us when I shouldn't be. I would say if you're considering getting something different, decent looking, a very quick, easy game to pick up, mm. and there's already a couple of expansions being announced. Oh, um, right. so they're going to build. So they're going to build on it, and there's certainly space in the box for quite a few expansions. Um, I would, I'd recommend yeah. getting it. Yeah. Would you? Um. Uh, not the sort of game that I would collect but if I wanted a space filler then maybe yeah if someone sat down and threw that on the table I would definitely sit down and play with them <laughs> cool good stuff good stuff okay um, anything you've been playing lots of things man tell um, me tell me tell me basically uh, nothing new unfortunately I've been taking old games off the shelf and replaying them so. Ah, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, Frostgrave uh, yes yeah, we how, played how, our how, next game in the campaign the, uh, the mighty campaign and so that was game 3 of the campaign and how long have you been playing it for uh, well since our first podcast oh, yeah, yeah we've right. managed 3 whole games there of the campaign go. that's good that's good how are you getting on with your is he your chrono sorcery mansory guy? Uh, no, he's dead. Um, so I'm on to <laughs> I'm a soothsayer sorry. now. I'm he's, sorry to hear about that. He's no, it's alright. He was rubbish. Was he not very good? Uh, soothsayer is epic. Well, he probably didn't turn up on time. No, he was he was late to the 15 show. Fifteen minutes late. Oh, God. You're rubbish. No, Where were you? Time, I was just getting a cup of tea. Yeah, exactly. You can't freeze the battlefield for a cup of tea. 
die. No, die. Yes. So that's it. So you just get wiped out in a campaign, and that was it. No, I I, I dropped him before the first match. Yes, Ooh, you burned him. I, I shot him. You got rid of him. I shot him. I, I changed up. Did you have a name for him? No. Do you not give him a name? I, I should give him a name. It's, should we give him a name just now, just in case he's out there crying? Right. Uh, well, I'm looking on Twitter. Uh, Twitter says no. Okay, that's fine. Well, let's move on. <laughs> what else you been playing? Um. Oh God. Um. Right, this is a terrible name to, to, to try and pronounce, but it is YS. It's YS. a little game called YS. It's from Rio Grande Games. Um, Isn't that an old computer game? No. No? Well, it might be. Um, I knew that I heard of a game called Wise. 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 I, I don't know how to is pronounce it. Is it YS? It, it's just YS. Capital YS. What does it's, it stand it's, for? It's a name of an old city, apparently. Um, it's not like you're Sinclair. No. Nothing like that. No. No. Okay. no. What's it about? What's the message? It's it's about trading gems. Yes! That sounds but it's a brilliant little game. Um it's it's uh, you, you bid on um areas of the city that you want to try and control. Okay. And if you control certain areas of the city you get gems. Okay. And then the value of the gems is a whole different part of the game. So you're also blind bidding to try and change the value of different gems to make more gems. You know, you've got red, blue, um, green, yellow, and uh, diamond is just um, you know like a, a a different game. And then black pearls, which are also a, a different. You know, out of this circle, you know, the more black pearls you have, the more points you'll get for having black pearls. But the um, the second part of the game is blind bidding on on the value of the actual gems. It's really brilliant because you just have these these little tokens, which are um, you know they have their points value on one side, and mm. every turn you must place down one of them face up, one of them face down. All right. So. Each um, the city is split into four parts, and each part has three levels. Uh huh. Um, so lowest level will um, that is the gems that have come into the city because that's the ports. Right. And then the next level is uh, you get these sort of um, special ability cards. Is it quite a big game? Because it no, says, it's no. it's actually really tiny. Um, but it is got a lots of bits in a small box. It's a glorious little game. But this whole blind bidding, um, you love that, don't you? Mechanism is is just brilliant because you know you put that one face down, and is that is that my four point token or is that just my two point token oh. or is it a zero point token? Because people bluffing? don't know. It is all about oh. bluffing, and and you've got that face up one, so people can see. Oh, he spent his three over there. So you can't have an expensive one trying to block oh, okay. off this zone. It's a brilliant game. And of course, you know, when you have... It's a game that actually works better with more players because you have more competition going on. So how many players is it? can it take? It can take up to four, but with the expansion, it adds in a fifth player. All right, okay. Yeah. And how much? how much is it, roughly? Gods, you pick it up for uh, 20 quid. 20 pounds? Yeah. 20 British pounds. It's quite an old game, so you'd have to hunt around for it. All right. But you um, could probably get it for quite I got it out of the works for a tenner. So. No. Yes, yeah. They're such a good place if you get <laughs> the right place. Yeah, yeah. We have to talk about that. Mm. Kind of where we get our board where, games. Where we get our We'll our have to have a discussion. <laughs> where do we get our fix? Where's our dealer? <laughs> Where's our dealer? Um, <clears throat> Let's talk about something that we need to we need to talk about um we did say on the last podcast that mm-hmm. one of the games we were going to get off the shelf yeah was going to be the game that i pluraled oh, <laughs> all man. the time you love that and game. listened back again and again and said it's not forge wars it's forge war forge war so so um 
an apology to was it Isaac Childress for calling his game. Yeah, he wrong. shamed you for that, didn't he? Did. He did. I got shamed on Twitter. He actually got me blocked. <laughs> <laughs> sent me a message and said, get out of it. But anyway, so we... This is why we ended up playing um, Ashes So Late. Ashes So Late and being so tired. And it was because we had we'd been... We decided, let's play Forge War. Yes. And we did what we always do, which is to sit down and we had a run-through of the rules. Yeah. Because I think that's the best way to play a game, in my opinion, is to sit, get all the get all the components mm-hmm. out, have them sitting on the table, and then just play through the rules as, yeah. we, do, as we go to get a, to kind of get a grasp of it. The time caught up with us yeah yeah well Stu going home caught up well he had us. to leave early but yeah we, we still wasted um, many hours we wasted many hours we wasted many hours it was it looked interesting when I read it yeah. as we're reading through and again to re- I mean we're gonna play a game and we're gonna talk about it fully but the mining side seemed new and once we got the the fundamentals of it down um, you could see how that would be a good part of the game hmm. real fun and almost then, like the blind bidding that was going on about <laughs> and then the got for- my juices up <laughs> and then the forging yes getting yeah. our weapons sorted mm-hmm. out and then finally kind of going on the adventuring yeah the one thing I think that held us up was that there was so many cards but we didn't we didn't realize we didn't need all of yeah. the cards until we kind of started kind of start kind of started reading through because there's different levels depending on the type of game that you want to play you've got like red cards there's green cards there's well they, they cards. all came into it it yeah. was just um Getting when you were started. playing the base game like we were intending to we were uh busily looking at all these cards that weren't part of the base game they're, yes. they're all for the expanded you've played it yes. a couple of times the kind of the bigger campaign yeah. the more um, the, I think they call it the epic hmm. the epic quest the five hour game the five hour game because that was the three hour <laughs> game the three hour setup <laughs> it kind of I guess I did find though that there is a walkthrough that we can get now oh, for right. a let's play so I'm going to sample that let's play because it really helped me with Ashes. It gave yeah, me a grasp. No, um, I normally, when we play a new game, I normally get the time and we'll watch one or two let's plays of, of a game being played. I find that's yes, that's how I learn games through watching other people play it. I find that a lot easier than yes. waiting through manuals. Just and me I th- personally. I think it's worthwhile doing as well. If you're a game designer out there, Getting your vid- getting a video of your game being played on Play, YouTube yeah. can really, 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 really kind of help and a concern. So I'm kind of excited. I'm looking forward to getting kind of um, Forge Wars done and dusted because it does look like a game. No, it does look a, a good really game. Good. I think I will enjoy playing it. It's got an awful lot of the stuff I like. Yes, I think we just need to get down, knuckle under, and yep. kind of get it done. And that was kind of one of the reasons why the podcast is like four weeks four weeks down overdue. the line yep. than yeah. where it was because we were trying to find the time to get you know we were trying to find the kind of time to kind of play it so we will get it done we will probably come back to you we'll do a nice little long review of it and tell you um if it's worth um you know worth your time you know giving it a shot yourself so it sounds pretty good um so that's what we've been kind of um, playing what we've been up to apart from that I've been playing kind of Ashes where I can because I've gone through I think I've now played I've now played with um, a few of the a few of the decks Mm -hmm. um, and I've enjoyed it you know I've enjoyed it so far Um, so we'll see we'll see how we get on Um, obviously we need to move on to our next section yep what we're planning to get off the shelf. Ooh. Well, we've already talked about Forge War. 
Yes. So we're going to put that to one side. It's 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 going to be taken off that shelf. It's going to be taken. It's off the shelf. I'm going to bring it in. Yep. We're going to play it. We're going to have another night, and we're going to get that sorted. Um, the next thing that we are going to go into. Um, this is your choice. This is my choice. Yes. Yeah. Now you're going to pronounce this because looking at this I can't <laughs> I can't pronounce it what's it called um Pax Prefora Mariana Pax Prefora Mar Mar Mariana yes we will obviously put a written description down we'll so. put a link in and, and Colin will put in a full apology for yes. the pronunciation as well um, we'll put that on Twitter as well. That looks like it says peace. Pax is peace. Isn't yes, it? Uh, yes, yeah. It's, it is. Um, okay. Um, right. Let's. Uh, so, Colin, tell me about this game of peace. Peace. Pax. Peace. The Pax. Yes. The Pax. Was um, that what that means? Because I've I, I thought that's what that meant. Yes. Yeah. It. Um, it's set in Mexico, mm-hmm. and um, it's set during the instability, just um, after the whole, uh, just before the First World War, when when the Mexicans had the really big period of instability. Oh right, okay. Um, and you're playing um, a landowner. Um, it's a card game. Oh um, right, okay. You're playing a landowner and you're trying to gain wealth to the point where you can overthrow the government and you can install yourself. Sounds as, like my kind it of is game. A good game yeah. Oh, that sounds really good. Um, it is quite, it's like really, really interesting. And it's every single card has a bit of Mexican history on it. See, I like that. So. When you're bored and you're waiting for your turn to go, you, you have a whole hand of history to read all the way through. And it's it's really interesting stuff. It goes into minute detail um, of everything that happened during that, the time period that it's set in. Um, but, uh, oh, how do you explain the game? Oh, it's so it, it is the most complicated game I've ever looked at playing. And um, is that why we haven't played that it? That is why we haven't played it. Because, because it is complicated. It is complicated in Hades. And what happens is I always get left to learn the rules and no one ever helps me. And I end up moaning. Oh, right. Here we go. <laughs> Are we going there already? <laughs> it's because you pick up this stuff straight away. I'm not a very logical person. I'll tell you what. I will, I will, I will, I will swear hand on my heart in uh-huh. front of all 15 people that potentially could listen mm-hmm. including yeah. the 13 that we click yeah that i will sit down and i will go through the rules okay of pat as god is my witness yes. i shall do this for you okay it should be fantastic if you don't want to do that the dice tower has um two 25 minute videos on how to play the game all right okay and it's very informative, and the guy does a brilliant job of explaining the rules. So let's do that, and then let's get that played. So let's play Forge War. Yep. Let's play Pax Perforiana. Oh, you can say it. Oh, I can oh, say, I can it. say Thank it. you. Oh. Uh, thank you very much. I went to theatre school. I'm trying to do my... No, I'm not going to do that. No, no. I did a really crap Patrick Stewart impression before we started. I was, But I'm not going to do it now because it was crap. Well, we'll listen to that thunderous applause. Nope, there's none. No. no, okay. Um, last thing I'm going to bring into the fray that we're going to play, and we're kind of like, I know, <laughs> last time we said we were going to play a couple of games, we managed to play one. 50%, 50% of what we promised. Of the games. Yep. So let's raise the ante, and let's play, let's add on another game that we're going yes. to play. Yes, it's Cool Mini yes. or Not. It's done by Super Robot Punch. It is... Rivet Wars. But Richard, we've played Rivet Wars. 
But we've not played it for these good people here. No, we've not played it for and the we've people. Played, and we've played the simplified version as well. Yeah, we haven't played the full game. But the simplifi- I've not played the full game. And the simplified version is just a case of attack, move, attack, move, attack, move. There's more to it, Richard. You have all these wonderful cards that you can bring into the game. You can play in the rounds that affect your strategy, that affect the what terrain. What is River Wars? River Wars. Imagine the First World War. Imagine the First World War if it was designed by alarm clocks and people that kind of like steampunk but more Imagine away. if it was steampunk meets lol so cute. Yes. Somebody had done, was it those bobblehead things? That bobblehead steampunk. Bobblehead steampunks, um, cartoons, anime. Cartoony bobblehead World War steampunk I World War One type. Maggio line over the Fan, top. Just amazing. Gun down. Brilliant shot down in his prime. Yes. Finished and over. It's a really good, fun little game. It's very, very beautiful looking. And hats off to the kind of the miniatures. When the miniatures, I remember when I, I, I unboxed this to look at the yeah. miniatures. And it was kind of like, oh, let's open this up. And it's like, ah. <laughs> when we opened up the box because you kind of they're stunning yeah. the sculpts are really really good and it's somebody that obviously likes their likes their craft and likes to trade because mm-hmm. the the attention to detail and all the little pieces is absolutely fantastic yeah. it's very no, totally. very it's very very well done and the basic game is you have terrain boards you have kind of little trenches you have it's 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 a World War One trench yeah, warfare. It's That's trench what it warfare, is. yeah. And but you have different you have different machines, and every round you get a chance to buy or bring another unit on. Well, you, your men get gunned down just like in World War One. Yeah, totally. Except they're lol so cute. Yeah. But um. And the other side of it, what's interesting is that that it's a rock paper scissors type thing. So you know the infantry can take on other infantry. Yeah. But the infantry can't go up against a mechanised tank. They just get absolutely destroyed. Mm-hmm. And it's... I've played... I played it not that long ago, but it was it was a war of attrition when you play it without the additional kind yeah. of rules and cards and stuff like that. That really brings in such an extra dimension. So me and Colin, we've... You played it? I've played it once. And yes. I've watched it played once. So me and Colin are going to play this game we're going to bring in all the cards and all the additional rules and we're going to report back and say whether or not you should... Um, waste your money on it. Waste your money on it. Get it. Or maybe not. We shall see. We shall see. Anyway, <clears throat> what do we do now? We look at the notes and we go to... We're going to get jingles for this eventually. Jingles? I don't know. I don't know. No, not jingles. Jingles. We're going to have to get that on chain, aren't we? Okay. Give it a kick. Give it a kick. Give it a kick. What's give it a kick about? What do we do in give it a kick? Well, we talk about Kickstarter and we all the exciting things on it. We do talk about Kickstarter. We mention a couple of games that we've maybe seen on Kickstarter, which we think they've got plenty of time left. Mm-hmm. Some of them are funded. Some of them need a little bit of your help. And both are they're usually worthwhile looking at. We usually try and pick games... Which are from the smaller type studios. Indies, yeah. Because um, um, I don't want to give Mantic any more of my money. Oh, no, not, no, no. Hold off, hold off. <laughs> oh, I went too early. Oh, no, no. <laughs> hold back, oh. hold back. Yes, let's stop yourself and wipe it clean. Um, First one I'm going to bring to... Remember when we started and we had the lovely Jeff... And Jeff had some really kind words to say about the podcast. Oh, yes, yeah. And he says, guys, you're all right, but you're a bit quiet. And you you kind of chastised chastised me for for kind of what I said to him. Well, it turns (laughs) out that that Jeff... Jeff was right. Jeff was right. (laughs) And that's why we're recording kind of about two inches away from the mic and, 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 you know, I'm getting bits of spit on it. 
But one of the things that Jeff is also doing is Jeff is getting involved in the Kickstarter game himself. Is he? What's he doing? He is doing a game called Sansa Lee. Without okay. f- it means without friends. No, it doesn't. It means without allies oh. or napals oh. or doing it yourself. Oh, it's, oh, it's the French. It's oh. kind of like the French. It's a, it's a tactical war game which is solitaire, mm-hmm. so you can play oh. it. You can play it by yourself. Ah. And it works on the premise of it works. The mechanics are behind like pyramid solitaire. Mm-hmm. And the way p- pyramid solitaire works is that you have to start on the bottom row. And then what you have to do is you have to work your way up. So, as I say, starting with the bottom row, your job is to draw resource cards from your deck and then use those resource cards in order to eliminate the bottom row and then you go up the row. And the idea is that different cards are different terrain. Okay. And also there's cards which are like bases. Mm-hmm. And the idea is that you are meant to um, take over all of these bases and therefore stop your enemy, who is the deck, <laughs> who's the deck, basically the deck, the pyramid you see in front of you, is to stop them from building the ultimate weapon of evil. Oh, so okay. one of the ways you do that is you do that by kind of capturing bases. Uh-huh. Um so based on the cards that you draw you use those as resources you Mm -hmm. then go into a battle phase and you um use these resources to invade and the idea is you make your way all the way up to the pyramid Mm -hmm. and uh, basically get yourself to the top and kind of win the game all right (laughs) now um Mm -hmm. just giving you a couple of couple of facts here Offer the old um, interwebs. The old interwebs, because we like to be factual as well as damn good looking, which you can't see. <laughs> yeah, so you get region cards and you get the enemy capital card at the top. So you got to capture or claim the enemy capital card, but you can't remove anything from the pyramid until you remove the two cards which are directly under that card. Oh, so oh. you can serpentine your way up there. Yes, you basically can, yes. So you do an invasion, so you gather your, your military cards and units have got strength value and then you've got defence values which you've got to overcome. Mm-hmm. There is dice involved though, Paul. Ooh, lovely. So that is the... We love dice. The, <laughs> the, why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> the element of chance is always potentially a very, very good thing. Um... It looks kind of interesting. It's kind of interesting for those that maybe want to just play a game themselves mm-hmm. in the afternoon. That would be the solitaire part of it. Yeah. <laughs> anything else? Anything else <laughs> obvious you want to bring into it? Um, there is a video on YouTube which kind of takes you through how it's played. Um, at the moment, I believe it is still got some time to go. It's got 18 days to go. 18 days. Over two weeks. So he's um, ready for that half hour rush at the end. It's only, t- I think you can, and it's not, there's not really any stretch goals. No. Um, so you can basically, you can jump in for like, um, you can jump in with like $20, mm-hmm. which is about 16 quid. Yeah. And then international, international shipping is, um, I think it's about eight pound. No, sorry, it's eight dollars as well. Eight dollars, so that'd be so that'd be about six quid. So, card game looks decent. Yeah, not bad, not bad. Um, as I say, it's about it's got eighteen days to go. It's currently around about the halfway mark. Mm -hmm. So, um, if you are interested in doing something different, obviously we'll we'll link it in the show notes. But um, yeah, we you know Jeff's been quite nice to us so it's about time you know we thought we'd say we give Jeff a quick quick yeah. shout out because obviously we are corrupt and uh, we'll do anything for a nice word well I'll do anything for a nice word Colin. Colin's got moral fibre um, yeah you have haven't you 
Ethics, man. Ethics. <laughs> it's all about ethics and board gaming. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Sonza Lee. Um, it's called Solitaire Game of War. Yeah. You can follow Jeff on uh, Past Go Games. So it's at, that's Twitter. Oh, Twitter, yes. Yeah, so I know all about the, the Twitter. The tweets. The, t- the tweets and the retweets. Oh, and you can retweet things. And the followings and the gifts. You can do gifts. Uh, okay. You can put a tweet with a gif on it. Ooh. You're still not convinced, are you? No. We've got about 250 <laughs> followers. Yes. Oh, God. They're not all Yes, no, no. When, when you have tweets from us, half of them obviously come from me. Um, yes. Obviously. All the good ones. All the good ones without gifts and with plenty of whip <laughs> and joie de vivre. I don't even know what that means. So anyway, we're getting past the thing. If, you know, go and check out Sans Ali. Okay. Pasco Games. I will do. See what happens. Could be good. The second one that I've seen, which I have... I'm kind of... I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But it could be quite decent. Is... um. And I'll put this in the show notes as well. It is called Ophidian. Ophidian. Twenty three sixteen. Survival of the fittest. And it's just strategic. Strategic. <laughs> strategic. Yes. Thank you. I'm helping. It's a. You are. It's a strategic card game. And it's by a company called Hack and Slash Games. Oh, okay. Yes. <clears throat> The Noticing a very you know, militant theme this Easter. You know? Yes, kind of, maybe. I don't where, know why. Where did all the nice games go? You know? I will have to. We'll have to dig out Machi Kori. We'll have to dig that out. And we've already talked about love letters, so we can't bring that. Mm. Oh, we need to talk about Hive at some point. Though. Oh, Hive! Yes, I yes. do love Hive. Yes, you have to bring in Hive. Not this week. Not this week, though. <laughs> we've already mentioned in our seven yes. games. That's just what we do. We just ultimately mention all the games. You know, let's talk pandemic. I hate that game. I think it's crap. <laughs> I don't like it either. And it's, you know, I'm not interested in Pandemic Legacy. Legacy? Is, is is that like um, the Risk Legacies? Sorry, uh, yes. we're going off topic yeah, again. Sorry. ripping the cards. Anyway, Ophidian 2360, Survival of the Fittest, is apparently, it's a standalone game and it's also an expansion. Um, and it's actually a sequel to the... Um, original Ophidian but it contains the same core game play but adds new characters um, you can play it with you can play 2360 with 2350 okay. um, the idea is that basically it's a gladiatorial combat game oh, right. okay. where you face off it's two to four players now the four player interests me because while I love Ashes I'd like to get maybe involved in a three or four player game yeah um yeah. I think it could be good. It's the same way even like, you know, your netrunners of this world and Oh god. You know, if it's less we'll leave that again. Um but you basically you bring your gladiators to the table to fight into the arena to establish a winner. And you can either establish the winner by beating the other guy to a bloody or greeny or bluey pulp mm-hmm. or you can win the the love and affection of the crowd, basically. Ashes and dust. The favour of the crowd. Shall I give him a thumbs up or a thumbs down? Ah, okay. Or something like that. Um, it, the artwork kind of caught my eye. The artwork's kind of You do really, like your artwork. I do you, like, you, but you I'm are. a bit of a drawer myself. But um, it's the, 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 they're saying that it kind of rewards your skill. Um, that it's not just a bashing and beat them down until they kind of, you know, until you kind of win. Um the it's an expandable card game so the kickstarter offers either two decks or four decks depending if you're feeling you want to get involved or if you're a little bit rich rich with the money if you want to jump in a bit quicker you can go up to the four decks and you can also kind of purchase play mats as well so they're kind Mm -hmm. of trying to offer the kind of the full um the full experience you know um they've got multiple kind of pledge levels all the way up to kind of like obviously kind of like your retail kits some yeah. nice little kind of add-on kind of tokens that you can add in as well. 
and I am, I must say I'm definitely interested. Um, it's still got, it's got 12 days to go, so hopefully, you know, still, you know, by the time you read this, it'll, or listen to this, read this, time you listen to this, it'll be still about 11, 10, 11 days to go. Yeah, I'm sure when they're watching this, they'll, uh... They'll see. Watching it? <laughs> we still not shown the video stream. They would, I don't know what they would do. They would go, oh look, it's two guys. I think they'd really kill it with fire, but, uh... Well, we'll see. Um... They are funded. They are currently sitting at a total of eleven thousand seven hundred, mm-hmm. and their um their target was eight and a half. So they're doing quite well. So just to um, we'll obviously try and put this in the show notes. We'll put a link to the Kickstarter, and we'll also see them put a link through to their um their Twitter's accounts as well. And we shall do that too. But that is Ophidian twenty three sixty, Survival of the Fittest. And it's by Hacks Hack and Slash Games. Mm-hmm. Um, those are yeah. So those are the two that you're looking at. Yep. That I'm looking at. You've got one as well, but you're gonna dig it out. I'll. I'll, I'll you might put it in the show notes, but we yeah. can. We tried to look it out again, and we couldn't find it. Um, for love nor money, I don't know why that was. But um, <clears throat> a couple of weeks ago. He turns the page in his notes. Notes. He's got notes. He turns the page in. Look, there's Foley for you. Bit of Foley. There's me turn just to show, just to show I can write. That's all it is. (laughs) Um, a couple of weeks ago, we spoke about Kickstarter. Yep. And we spoke about Kickstarter and big companies. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna kind of have a rant. Oh, you go for it. You go for it, I'm going to go. Right, that's it. You're not all the big potatoes. Um, the whole point, the way I view Kickstarter and most of the, the the vast majority of Kickstarter games that I've ever looked at or been interested in or even backed have always been the small studios. I believe that Kickstarter was invented for smaller studios it was to, to, allow, be fun, to allow them to be funded. Allow people that couldn't get funding to yeah. have some place to get funding. You know, They had an idea, they knew the people would want it, but they couldn't get a big company to back them. I mean, Sans Elliot, for an example, yeah, they have written on their Kickstarter, basically, if they don't get funded, the game will get made. Yeah. And you kind of feel nowadays that there's... Okay... There are, and I've joked about this, saying, "Oh yeah, let's you know put the game out there." Um, I backed a big name by a big company, um, and I'm just gonna say because um, they, why not? It's my it's our podcast. I backed Dungeon Saga. Um, I paid a reasonable amount of money for a kidney. It, it was a kidney. Wasn't it was it? my cornea and my left big toe. Oh. Which is, they could have had it if they wanted, because they had an ingrown toenail on it. Anyway, Lovely. but that's a tale. That is a tale for another time. Um, the game was successfully funded. It went on to fund into six, seven figures. It raised a million dollars. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and everything was fine. There was a whole pile of expansions. The stretch goals were ridiculous. And you were expecting, well, it's going to take some time. And, and with any kind of Kickstarter program, you expect a little bit of a delay. And there was the kind of the normal delay for the game. And you wonder, well, you should have a planning meeting. But yeah. if you're successful, if something kind of takes off, then you end up running stretch goals. And then, as you know, that takes kind of more production time. And I'm usually very, very forgiving with companies that do that. Mm-hmm. What I don't get, and this seems to have been a bit of a flipping disaster. And, and luckily, I've actually got my pledge. I know of a lot of people that haven't got their pledges from this. Oh. I are still know it gone south like that. Yeah, uh, that ha- are still waiting for their stuff to come through. Um, 
that I haven't received certain things and are waiting for cert, you know, certain expansions to come through and are waiting. Uh, they it, did it have lots of different tiers? Is, is yeah, that it's problem? kind of tier heavy and tier also, heavy. And you know, buy this and you can buy a whole a whole pile and, of other and optional things, yeah. extras. Yeah, right. that kind of yeah. thing, which I think can sometimes like kind of kill a kill a game. Well, or I, it can I make got the same same yeah. problem with a, a role playing game that I've backed, and uh, I can't get information from them. Yeah, because I, I I ordered you know the pledge off of Kickstarter plus optional extras, but yeah, I never received some core emails telling me how much those extras are. Yeah, I mean let's be let's be clear about this. If you're kickstarting and you need the money, then that's fair enough. But if you're kickstarting, mm. you're kind of a fully fledged business, yeah, and you're using this for pre-orders. Now, don't get mm. me wrong, okay? There's some really good. There's Cool many or not seem to, you know, they do a lot of their Arcadia range, they do a lot of Kickstarters, and they deliver time and time again, they seem yeah. to do quite well. And I'm quite happy to go mm. with, you know, on occasion, I've kind of looked. Um, what I didn't like with this was, they gave you, they did a really nice stylized box, mm-hmm. which was the shape of a book. Oh yeah, oh god yeah. Oh god yes. <laughs> you remember this now, do you? Do you remember me? I can't, I brought this oh, thing to the group. Man. I had a big, huge cardboard box. I brought it, I brought it to the group. I opened it in the group and I went, wow, look at all these expansions. Look at all these additional things. Why isn't this fitting in the box? <clears throat> so at some point, with our money sitting in the bank, with all these expansions, they had decided to, to stay with the rather wonderful, fantastic-looking book-shaped box that they had, which didn't fit all the expansions. They then got an email out to everybody to say, oh, yeah, guys, um, we've decided to make a whole new pile of book boxes for you, so if you want another one, you can buy it. Oh. So that was nice of them. That's lovely. Yeah, you know. And secondly, they says, oh, yeah, the Adventurer's Companion that we printed out as well, there was a quite a few. I don't know if there was mistakes or yeah. errors, but they said, "Listen." Um, oh yeah, the the yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, there's quite a few kind of like misprints and stuff. There's stuff that needs mm-hmm. sorted out. And yep. so what we'll do is we are going to we'll send it to you, but you'll need to pay for the postage. So I was like, "Okay, fair enough." That is fairy dues, I suppose. I kind of want, you know, they're not asking me to produce the book. So, this is back November time. It'll be delivered to you in March. And I'm like, okay, well, there's Chinese New Year coming up, which seems to happen kind of every year. And then it's the same message you get through about, oh, things are always going to be delayed because everything shuts for kind of like two weeks over Chinese New Year. But they arrived. I got the Adventurer's Companion, which is bound like an annual. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, I got another book box. Lovely. So it fits all of the pieces. Oh, it does now, does yes. it? Yes. Oh. Yes, actually, through because <laughs> because some form of luck, I have a secondary adventurer's companion. Oh, lovely. Free of charge. Um, but they don't fit in the box. Oh, so the miniatures and everything fit in the box, but now the rulebook. The adventurer doesn't. companion, the additional oh, rulebook. The, 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 yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't fit in the box. They've ah, made it right. in making an annual, uh-huh. annual type. And you know what I mean. If you know what I mean by an annual, anybody that's got an annual, it's like that. Two big thick bits of cardboard, nice thin bits of paper, yeah. but it's added about an extra hard half back. a centimeter hardback around yeah. each side. So it means it doesn't fit in the book box. Oh well. Raging. <laughs> it was just the icing on the cake. I was just like, oh, "Are you joking me?" Actually, I remember I was like that. It was almost like um, bridesmaids. Yeah. Where she goes, "Are you effing kidding me here?" Mm. I just couldn't believe it. So it's kind of all you've done there is you've just completely put me off any campaign that Mantic do. And there's still disgruntled fans on the Facebook saying I've ordered this and the worst thing about it is mm-hmm. the guys that it was out in retail before it was available for the Kickstarter yeah, that that's, that's rubbish yeah it's an, a bit of a nonsense where you've got people that can go ahead and order the game 
and there's guys still waiting for your pledges yeah all it's done is it's just put me off completely yeah. if i see a kickstarter by mantic i'll be thinking twice about it like um the catacombs i i was waiting oh have you seen the price of that now though how much is it now oh it's going ridiculous <laughs> like yeah 250 pounds uh-huh it's stupid i know it's like an investment that's why i wanted it all right there you go then well I, anyway. I didn't want it because it was going to be worth money i wanted it because yeah i love the game but but all you do um, is you, you that get... came out you know it got released to the kickstarters then it was like another four weeks before we could physically you know people that didn't get into the kickstarter could buy it yeah and, but, and that seems right to me if you know. that's fine but when you're getting the retail versions are coming out for the people that back the game yeah exactly especially when it's that mm. level of money it's just not on and I hate to rant but that the the annual was just the last thing yeah. it was just like what I've not played it I probably will play it because I want to make sure but I'm worried that I'm going to be missing pieces and stuff like that because it just doesn't seem to have been very very well run and all it does is it puts people off backing on Kickstarter when they hear bad stories. So, yeah. Which is why at We Are Not Wizards, we like to give shout-outs to the smaller guys because we think that they're, you know, they're more likely to just, you know, every backer is important to them. They don't just put a campaign out there in 45 seconds, the whole, you know, they're funded. Yeah. So it's, you know, these guys are, are having to fight and having to ad advertise against the and bigger try guys. And embezzle the money. Exactly. Yeah. And if you're a bigger guy, then deliver it to your people. That's all. Yeah. You know. Um, that's my rant. Okay. That was a rather free-flowing rant. It, it was wasn't a very free, rantish. No, it was kind of... <laughs> I wasn't trying to rant too much. Damn your kinda... eyes, Mantic. <clears throat> Damn your eyes. Um, we have questions. Ooh. We have questions um, because I put out a tweet saying, would anybody like to ask us some questions? No. No, the answer was yes. Oh, yes, God. they have. So we've got a couple of questions. Uh, I'm going to read a couple out. Um, let me just see. We have... The first one is from the wonderful, the fantastic um, Paddy Star... At Paddy Stardust. Yeah. Paddystein. And he has said, um, What are your earliest board game memories? Colin? For me, um, my earliest board game memory would be a game called Bermuda Triangle. Bermuda? Bermuda. All right, okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, dear God. Like, where's the hatch gone? That? I've never had I've, it. I don't know what um, you're talking about. Which was this brilliant little game. Um, you rolled your dice and you moved little ships. And the right. ships had magnets on them. All right. And... The Bermuda Triangle was like this thing on rollers that was nothing but magnets. Really? And as it rolled along, if it went over your ships, they would either hit a magnet and get stuck to the bottom of it, or they wouldn't, you know, because sometimes your ships would survive the Bermuda <laughs> Triangle. It was a brilliant little game. Oh, man. We should look that out. It's worth quite a bit of money. My dad threw it out. Why, back, why, Father? Uh, why? Back to Star Wars, isn't it? <laughs> back to this, back to the Super Nintendo games I was talking about oh. the last episode or the episode before. For me, um, I, I think the f two memories. Um, it was when Milton Bradley kind of started to explore beyond kind of simple board games. So the first game mm -hmm. I remember was a game called Hotel. Hotel. And you had a board game. And yep. it was like a normal kind of snaky around the board, except what you had to do is you had to purchase hotel properties. Uh -huh. And then once you purchased the hotel properties, if people landed, it was like Monopoly. If people yeah. landed outside your hotel, uh -huh. they had to roll a dice. Mm -hmm. And then they, that would help them decide how many nights they were going to be staying. And then it kind of worked wow. like that. I, you know... I'd, the gameplay was like mm -hmm. really really simplistic but yeah. the thing I remember for it is that the hotels themselves there was like a boomerang hotel which was a hotel in the shape of a boomerang Yeah. and then there was a, like a Waikiki hotel which was like little huts and then there was like a big huge executive hotel which was like silvery foil kind of hotel and it was all card with like a yeah. plastic top but I must have played that like six times I hate to tell you man but 
Bermuda no. Triangle sounds I'm so sure much that, more I fun. Know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> the only other game I remember playing, um, <clears throat> and it's interesting, well, is Escape from Atlantis, the mm-hmm. original Escape oh, from yeah. Atlantis yep. with the plastic mm-hmm. pieces. And the only reason it, spring, it was that and Lost Valley of the Dinosaurs. Uh-huh. But I've now got Escape from Atlantis again yeah. upstairs. I think it's Stronghold Games, maybe. I think so, I'm not sure. But anyway, yeah. Um, if I'm wrong, I'll obviously correct it in the in the show notes. But that was that was a, that was a good game. That was a good fun game. Um, so thank you very much, Paddy Stardust, for your question. Um, no, Nick, that's some good memories. Oh no, oh, gonna have to find that game off on eBay somewhere. <laughs> uh, Nick Jones, uh, Lane, Lane at three sixty. Question is yes? Question mark. Um, so yes. I don't know what to make of that but he then did go on and ask a couple of questions he says what that's a question isn't it very funny anything with a question mark would be a question yes it would right. be so he's asked a couple of questions I'll take the the, the best one out of the bad bunch ooh um, ouch it's lost <laughs> lost the listener he's saying what new game or expansion are you most excited for ooh Richard what what expansion are you most itching for what's crawling through your veins what's what am i thinking about new game wise i am thinking about um the star wars rebellion game that's out, oh, yeah. which i've looked uh-huh. at expansion wise i want to get a star destroyer for oh, armada for, for armada yeah because you know armada's kind of taken over from when i'm you know from my game from x-wing that I used to play on and off. Mm. Um, he's also asked, "What's the latest Kickstarter thing you've heard about?" Which we have answered. Sons, yes. So, uh, and the other one, which is Ophidian twenty three sixty. So get your laughing gear or your typing gear around that. Um, only if it interests you. That's... Yes, only you know we're not for we can't force you to do anything either. Um, He's also asked... What are you doing with your endorsement money? Um, I'm going to go to Disneyland. Ah, good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, He's asked, card game, party game, dungeon crawler, what's your go-to type of game? For me? Yes. Um, I really love dexterity games. So Yes, you do love a bit of dexterity. Anything involving flicking discs about, it's... We really want to see those fingers. We really want to see those fingers. Um, I like a dungeon crawler, but I'm kind of going the way of card games because they're small yeah. and they're easy kind of to to buy. Mm-hmm. And you know, yeah. So, but yeah, give me a dungeon crawler. Anything with kind of figures, little kind of miniature yeah. things. I like it. I like that. That's my kind of deal. And his last one is: Do you have different groups of friends for different styles of games? I personally get a game with whoever's actually not going to throw something at me and run away. Yeah. Whereas you've got a fair, you've got quite a few different. The um the the club we're at does have certain groups that do certain things, so um you've got I tend to, to float around them. Yeah. Yeah. So you could, you could do a bit of RPG in. Not so much these days, yeah, Yeah, but but uh, Frostgrave, um, board gaming. I think the question is more revolving around board games, but yeah, I I think I do. You know, we've got sort of like our main group that we play with, yeah, and then there's like Dave, John, Simon, and that 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 occasionally bring board games, and they have completely different collections to us, so it's it's not really whether I only play board games with you know I, I only play a dungeon crawler with say X and X and I only play card games with Adam and John well, or, if you know I mean. I'll grab a, I'll grab Andy if I'm playing a card game because he's usually already played yeah. it and we played Ash the first time I played Ashes yeah. with him because he played it there's definitely people I don't play certain types of games with yes because they kick the toys out the proms well not really that it just 
they don't gel with a certain type of game and they can destroy the group yes if they're not having fun so yes yes as, as I can when I'm not having fun yes but you, you, you you're not that <laughs> difficult to play with anyway. oh you're I can be no I'm sure you can kingdom sure builder can. oh sure I can, can be oh my god I'm sure you can um, yeah so thanks for those questions Nick um, yes it's appreciated all you know he says that is that better yes it is thank you very much for sending us a, <laughs> a barrage of questions and I shall I'm going to put little hearts next to all these things that he's wrote to us on Twitter um, it's that time again already it is we've, we've hit actually we've broke our rule we've actually over an hour oh my god we need to wrap this up I know because we're entering because now we need to take off five minutes off of episode number uh, four yep you know it's an hour of time we don't want to spoil you well we don't want to bore the Hades out well that's it you remember some of you might be getting you might be getting out of your car to go into work or yep. doing whatever you're going to be doing right um, if they want to find us if you want to see us if you want to talk to us or if you want to email us that is all good you can find us on Twitter at We Are Not Wizards you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash We Are Not Wizards because we've got a page now you do know that Yes, yeah, yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. What's Facebook? Doesn't matter. It's a f- book of faces. Um, oh. iTunes, we're on iTunes, so if you can rate and review us and like and subscribe, that'd be beautiful. You can email us on um, magic at wearenotwizards.com or dot co.uk. Dot co.uk. Um, Thank you very much for listening. Um, if you if you want to hear more of us, then just let us know. If you have any questions, then again, just let us know. But um, remember, we are here for you, and we are many things. Um, but we are not wizards. Unless we're playing wizards. Well, unless we are playing wizards. Okay. You can say <laughs> bye-bye, Colin. Goodbye, Colin. And, and I've been Richard, and uh, thanks very much for listening. <laughs> do we do a theme tune end thing? Yeah, of course we do. Right, okay, here's the glass. Oh Goodbye. We're cutting Goodbye. that out. Goodbye. <laughs> right, Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>